Welcome to the Piazza Lecture Series. My name is Caitlin McGarry and I lead University Engagement at Piazza. We're very excited about today's session called Bridging the Digital Divide with Piazza in Kenya. Our feature speaker today is Mr. Samuel Niendo, lecturer at the School of Computing Sciences at Riara University and at the Faculty of Business and Economics at Malta University of Kenya. Mr. Niendo has over 30 years experience in computer-based training courseware development and is a member of the Society of Digital Information and Wireless Communications, as well as a strategic framework team member for the upcoming Konza Digital City under the Ministry of Information and Communications of Kenya. Samuel is a PhD candidate in Business Information Systems at Jaramogi Oginga Odinga University of Science and Technology, and currently holds a Master's in Information Systems Technologies from the United States International University of Africa in Nairobi, Kenya. In this lecture, Mr. Niendo will share his experience in teaching with technology in a region that has limited technical resources and training. Mr. Niendo has rich insights to share from his own work to bridge the digital divide and create better learning outcomes for his students on Piazza. We are so grateful for you for taking your time today. And with that, Mr. Niendo, thanks so much for joining us today, especially all the way from Kenya. The floor is yours. Thank you very much. Welcome Africa and the rest of the world. Our topic today is on bridging the digital divide with Piazza in Kenya. In the agenda, we could see about uh, five areas. The first one is on the definition of the digital divide. The second one is, will be on the history of the edutech tools in Kenya. Then we'll see the instructor benefits followed by the student success stories. Eventually, we'll look at the concept on the creating a global community, and then perhaps your contribution and your viewpoint onto this. If we define the digital divide, we find that the digital divide will be grouped into four pillars. One would be the challenges caused by the economic, or social, political, technological differences between developed and developing countries such as Kenya. If you look at the first one, under the economic challenges, we see a situation where there's a shortage of technical resources, such as the proper edutech tools and the internet bandwidth. We also see the low economic empowerment in homes scattered in semi-arid areas or in highly populated slums in our country. Under the social challenges, the edutech tools are less understood and we find that face-to-face -face education takes into account community values such as gathering and learning. If you try to separate people, they find it hard to understand what you are trying to teach. Under the social challenge, you also find many, many students as they enter the university level. They have different skill level at the university entry points. Under the political challenges, instructors may also become quite rigid in their teaching because they worry of adopting the new tools, fearing replacements. There is also difficulties found under the university management to accept edutech tools as an inevitable value chain, and therefore they give it the low budget allocations. In the technology, there is issues to do with the compatibility raised by continuous migration of OS platforms from the West. Vis-a-vis, -vis, if you look at the developing world, we can't keep pace. 
the history of uh, EduTech tools in Kenya goes back into the early 90s. The attempting to bridge the digital divide, we have uh, tools which were introduced then on computer-based training and courseware development. Uh, two examples I've shown here. One of them is the school box, which was running under the MS-DOS, introduced by the government of Japan in East Africa. Then later on in the late 90s, we had a, a window version, the Othawaya Professional, which was running on the Windows 98, later on Windows XP. The government of Kenya in particular have taken also other initiatives in recent times. For example, the introduction of a laptop and computer labs for schools. We also have presently free resources such as Piazza and Moodle. Myself, I found Piazza via another lecturer on YouTube just through my personal researches when I was developing some course for Both Piazza and Moodle have succeeded in regions such as ours in Kenya because of their free of cost and also they offer flexibility and access to use for the instructors and the students. It's easy. Piazza also helps a teacher or a particular lecturer to manage all his resources and remotely uh, this is remotely on the, on the web. How would I bridge the digital divide with Piazza? Well, there are seven points here on the instructor's side. Piazza provides flexibility and opportunities to connect with the students in unique ways, especially when I'm interacting with these learners virtually. Piazza would also allow a lecturer to create and divide lessons that are highly interactive for students who are different background and also at their own pace they would learn. Piazza can also be customized with specific tool needs. You can also create more than one, one lecture session on it. The lecturer can edit, modify the e-resources easily. I found it that it has got no limit on the amount of resources one can upload. You can also change the class settings easily. For example, you can activate it deactivate it, and even time it. Piazza is also available to integrate with into other learning management systems such as third-party tools. It's compatible with the e-model, for example, because of the added advantages. Other benefits would be looking at the, each student. Whenever I upload, I ask the student, please upload your, your material on a private post so that I can only deal with one particular student when it comes to grading assignments. Likewise, the instructor may be able to conduct, contact this individual student or a group of students on their own and discuss separately when the student perhaps is lagging behind and assist him to come to the bar. Piazza features allows full control of online exams and uh, as I mentioned earlier, even control the submission times. The screenshot which is shown below there shows how perhaps I could even create a multiple choice questions with a, a timeline. I could create a, a discussion panel also for these students. On the left-hand side of this screenshot, you can see this uh, a light blue post written there, new post. We can comment on this and they can see as I'm pulling up areas where he needs or I need attention to. Looking at the student side, again, four points, I pick it here, that Piazza would allow flexibility and transparency of these e-resources, especially when they're sharing those who are enrolled in this virtual class. 
Piazza usage would give the student feedback easily and foster high retention and high cost enrollment because they continue to, repair, to, to, to compare what has been said or done in the class. Students stay engaged with the material well past class time and Piazza would act as a central platform where we'd ask questions and view these resources, either the lecture notes or the slides. The student would be able to access Piazza from any of their devices via the web or iOS or Android phones applications. This is through the help of the middleware softwares. Questions can be answered remotely, so students who are not able to travel to office hours can get help when they are in need and even when on the transit, transit or on the subways. Student activities can also be tracked easily because they, as they use Piazza, they leave the individual footprints. How do we create now a global community? This is a, a concept I saw and through uh, using Piazza for almost now three years. I would see a situation where universities uh, teaching community could be harmonized through people's capability maturity models so that all of us are able to use such kind of edu tools easily. Instructors would be able to create, for example, Piazza forums for themselves where they are free to exchange information on the teaching methodology. Professors across the globe can co-teach a course using Piazza. Of course, this may require e-learning consortium agreements for guidelines. Piazza would enable instructors to manage the e-resources with increased flexibility. BYOD refers here to bring your own devices. And therefore, we see our social diversity has been bridged. If you looking, if you look at the map on your on your right hand side, the dark blue side shows where Piazza is being used at the highest level at the moment in the North America. In the light blue area countries, these are where Piazza is used in the middle level. Unfortunately, in Africa, we find still white patches in the middle. These are where Piazza has not yet moved so far. All the same, it's great to look at that as an opportunity. If you look at this concept, if you extend it on the student side, then you see Piazza would also increase students' access to these e-resources from any device and any time and even when on the move, as I mentioned earlier. In some places, like the concentrated slums or in the semi-arid areas, there's a need for the energy to recharge these access points. And therefore, the introduction of the solar panels forms part of a decentralized energy source which can be carried around, which can just be placed anywhere and recharge these devices. Like in Kenya, we are right in the middle of Equator, and therefore there's plenty of sunshine. The added advantage is that these portable solar panels can also be used to light their homes at night. What is the result? It's the bridging of the economic differences through this virtual learning. In conclusion, I derive two key areas which perhaps I would like you also to think through. One of them is adoption of a united front using the edutech tools on the social, economic, political, or e-technology learning environment may drastically reduce the existing digital gaps across the globe. 
best practices that we've derived from the modern uh, edutech tools, such as the Piazza or Moodle or the Big Blue Button or such like, are clear indications that uh, there are missing gaps. Two I've highlighted here. One would be the harmonization of the teaching skills across the globe, and uh, the second one will be a need for a joint e-learning consortium agreement. If I conclude, I say Asante Sana, meaning thank you very much. I'm looking forward to see uh, your thinking on uh, this concept, which has come up with the opportunities derived from the Piazza Edutech technologies and the satellite. Thank you very much. Asante Sana. Samuel, thank you so much again for your outstanding work on this presentation. Do you have any anecdotes about perhaps a particular student you want to talk about that you were able to connect with um, on a level that you might not have otherwise, um, given that you could communicate with them via Piazza. I don't know if you have a specific story you might be able to share. Thank you. The, maybe I could mention just uh, one experience, a recent one. The, um, one of the students at the Multimedia University I didn't even, uh, I couldn't even recognize his face, but I met him on the, not under, not on the university compound, but uh, outside in town, in Nairobi town. Then he stopped me, and then uh, he was uh, actually working from one of the offices, and uh, I met him carrying some gadget, electronic gadgets, and was moving to another, uh, another office, and then he told me he's working with the ministry. Then he mentioned to me, he said, oh, thank you very much, uh, Prof. They called me Prof. Thank you very much, Prof., for having uh, taught me. I, you made me go to a very high grade, and uh, I've already graduated. I, then I said, I quickly went and asked uh, ask him, what did you enjoy most in my teaching? Then he said, your mode of teaching. I said, what in particular are you referring to? Then he said, it's because of use of Piazza.com platform. I was able to follow, because I'm a slow learner, but I'm able, I was able to follow, and even at uh, odd hours, I was able to do my work, and that one made me pass uh, very highly, because I was able to revise my notes slowly, and then uh, uh, that made me pass with a, a very high score. I, I, I got so impressed, I said, therefore, it means giving the students the chance to learn at their own pace, because when they're in class, at one side, for example, Piazza, at the Riara University in particular, the students are few. It's hardly do you get the number 20 in the class, and that is the school policy. That's the university policy. But if you come to multimedia university, this is a public university, there are situations where I would get even 100 students in the class, and therefore it's very difficult to manage them, and yet, with Piazam, I'm able to access them into groups and even able to access them again individually. Even this this one group A could be 120, another group B could be even another 150. And yet I'm able to interact with them almost up to individual level because of the resources that I have through Piazza. I found that one to be quite a, a piece of uh, experience, especially a shift in the teaching where if you are not able to talk to the lecturer directly, you'll be so much doomed. But with Piazza, you can easily reach each group and each person 
individually as if you are talking to them there and there on face to face and therefore it's a kind of a, it's a kind of a, a platform where we say we are bridging that uh, social disparity and able to talk to each student on, almost on one on one because I'm able to chat him able to answer his questions I'm able to give him a chance to ask his question I'm able to refer him up even up to the chapter if you see for example what I've done on the, my notes I go up to the each chapter and give them each chapter go to this chapter even a particular paragraph and they're able to follow very successfully Samuel thank you again so very much for your outstanding insights and your work to bridge this digital divide um, this concludes today's session thank you so much everybody Asante sana. Asante sana. <laughs>